Biocom podcast. I'm Samuel Nerding, Biocom's research associate, and today I'm delighted to be joined by one of Israel's leading experts and authors on the Arab minority, Dr. Michael Milstein. Michael is head of the Palestinian Studies Forum at the Moshe Dayan Center for Middle Eastern and African Studies at Tel Aviv University. Michael is also a senior analyst at the Institute for Policy and Strategy at IDC Herzliya. Until 2018, Michael served as the advisor on Palestinian affairs in the IDS COGAT division. And prior to that, he was head of the Department of Palestinian Affairs in the IDF's military intelligence unit. Michael, it's great to have you on the Bicom podcast. There's a lot of issues to speak about. Let's start with the most pressing inside Israel for the Arab minority, that of this high level of gang crime and violence and the murder rate. The government has acknowledged the urgency of the problem. Perhaps you can start by explaining the size of the problem and the challenges that the government faces in tackling gang crime and the violence in the Arab sector. Yeah, um, I will uh, start by, I will open uh, by saying, uh, Sam, that uh, I, as I said, violence and crime in the Arab uh, sector in Israel is actually no less than a strategic challenge. Uh, I think that this, uh, this issue has enormous impact on the stability, on the national resilience of the, of the state. And you know, for many years, many people here in Israel uh, considered the uh, crime and violence among, among Arabs as uh, a problem of the Arabs or, or a very uh, local problem. But as we see today, it's a threat uh, for all the citizens, for all the communities. And uh, you know, Sam, in order to uh, understand better this problem and the rate of this problem, I think that we should, uh, we should uh, uh, check the details, uh, some of the shocking numbers behind the, the, beyond the, this, uh, this phenomena. And here, I, I would like to mention some, uh, some issues. First of all, about 70% of all casualties uh, uh, in, in crime events in Israel are Arabs. And I want to mention that they are only 21% of the whole population. Second, about 1,500 uh, 1, people, Arab citizens, were killed in, in crime uh, events during the uh, two last decades. And, uh, and also, we, sh we must, mention, we must uh, remember that 93% of all shooting events here in Israel uh, are in Arab localities. So I think that these, all, all these details ex actually uh, explain or express why this problem is not only a, sect a sectorial or local problem, but really a national threat. Obviously, we have a new government as well that came in June. And as I said, they've acknowledged the urgency. What steps have has the government taken or what steps are they planning to take to try and combat this problem? A few days ago, uh, the government, the new government, actually presented a, strate a strategic uh, multi-dimensional uh, plan uh, to confront the crime and violence in the, in the Arab society here in Israel. And this plan is based on three legs. First of all, uh, a concentrated effort against the crime organizations and the crime uh, families here in the Arab sector in Israel, which I want to, to mention that they are actually the biggest uh, crime organizations in, in Israel. Second is a legislative uh, effort mainly uh, to increase the punishment 
against uh, criminals that uh, hold or use or sell uh, weapons uh, in, the, in Israel and mainly in the Arab sector in Israel. And third, uh, an effort uh, that is aimed, aimed against the, uh, the protection, the gray market here in Israel. And this effort is led actually uh, by the Texas Authority in Israel. I think, Sam, that all, all, all the three efforts are good news. All the, all the plan is, is good news, but it's not good enough because the plan does, doesn't touch uh, civil, economic, social problems, uh, mainly regarding the, uh, the youth, the young generation in the, in the Arab society, uh, which is really the deep, uh, painful swamp uh, where violence and crimes uh, grow all the time. Sorry, I'd I like to kind of come back to those kind of those issues later on. I wonder if we can just talk about what's been the, um, the Arab reaction to kind of the government's plan. There are four independent Arab national parties in Israel and there are two kind of Islamic movements. Do they all agree on what's the best path forward? Do they all agree that the government is taking the right approach? Well, it's a very interesting point because uh, if you check the, the discourse among the, uh, the Israeli uh, Arab citizens, you can find uh, a very interesting debate uh, among, uh, among uh, this community. And you can actually uh, find, uh, on the one hand, a vocal minority that resists any initiative, any drastic move, moves like the uh, involvement of Shabak, of Shin Bet, in the, um, in, the, in, in the campaign against violence and crimes in the Arab uh, uh, society. Most of the people who resist uh, those initiatives say that it actually will violate the, uh, the uh, civil rights uh, of, the, of the Arab uh, citizens and it, it is actually a return to the days of the military administration, uh, the dark ages uh, or the dark, dark day, uh, days of the mili military administration uh, in, in, uh, in Israel. But uh, from the other side, there is, uh, I would call it uh, a broad, quiet uh, majority that really understand that there, today there is a need to promote drastic steps such as the involvement of Shabak uh, uh, in, in, in the uh, developments uh, uh, inside the Arab society. And this, uh, this approach is led by Ram, the Islamic party uh, led by, um, by Mansour Abbas that uh, has a very interesting, interesting uh, uh, proverb uh, that says, uh, do you really want uh, to eat the grapes or to kill the god? Which means, do you really want to, to continue arguing and proving the whole world that you are just? Or maybe you, you really want to solve the problem, to solve the, the painful problem. And I assess, Sam, that most of the Arab uh, community today, of the Arab society today in Israel, they support the second uh, approach, uh, the approach that actually support drastic, maybe even abnormal steps uh, against this, uh, this uh, painful uh, uh, phenomena of crime and uh, violence uh, in Israel. I want to ask you a question about Abbas and, and, and the Arab joint list and their rivalry, but you touched upon there that more Arabs, or you think that more Arabs in Israel actually support Abbas? Yeah. And it comes to a question about, in, like, in, in the left movement, that, that they connect this idea of Black Lives Matter movement in the US with the Arabs Lives Matter movement in Israel. Mm -hmm. um, 
are they the same thing? Do they call for the same kind of similar policies? Well, personally, I think that of course not, because there is a huge dramatic difference gap between, uh, between what is happening here in Israel to what is happening in America and the USA. In the USA, we're talking about uh, violence or discrimination of the police against the Afro-American community. Here in Israel, those who uh, are victims of the violence and those who, who create uh, the violence are from the same community. We're talking about Arab Israeli citizens. The police in Israel, uh, in contrast to, to, to America, is not the source of the problem. It is, it's the source of the solution. And I think that this is the main gap that uh, here in Israel is quite understood and I think the whole world should understand uh, because it, it, it's very, uh, we are talking about different situations. Just going kind of back on, on, on Abbas and this kind of this, this split um, within like the Arab community, particularly in the political kind of um, political parties, you kind of said that Abbas kind of represents this new popular camp. Do, do you think his move into politics, into the coalition, um, is a threat to the existence of the Arab joint list, which has remained outside of the coalition. And, and if obviously they refuse to join coalitions in the future, I do you think they're under threat of maybe being kind of taken over by, by Bass and Ram? Absolutely. I think that today, when, when you, if you will check the uh, announcements uh, of uh, the, the, the senior figures in the joint list, you will understand that they, they are really afraid from the alternative that uh, Abbas represent, uh, represents for the, the Israeli Arab uh, citizens. He, he, you know, he actually called the Israeli Arabs to leave all the slogans, all the alienation against the, uh, the state and to adapt to adapt much more realistic, much more productive approach. And I think that many people from the Communist Party or Balad, uh, you know, the nationalist, Nazarist, a party, they, they really uh, feel uh, challenged by this uh, new approach, which uh, put, uh, uh, put the, all the ideological and all the uh, national uh, considerations uh, in, in, in a very, let's call it, a limited uh, place and not uh, above all the other uh, considerations, such as the economic social uh, and uh, public uh, considerations. Kind of looking at our sector as a whole, you mentioned there kind of like economic, social, perhaps you can just drill down some of the other challenges and what they actually mean and what the government faces when it comes to the Arab minority. What are the social economic problems that Arab minority um, have in Israel and what does government kind of need to do to try and address those? Well, actually I think that the, there are two major uh, problems, uh, joint problems of the of the Arab society and then the state, uh, uh, the, in Israel. I mean, uh, the first one is the loss of governance, of of sovereignty of the state uh, in uh, many areas, mainly in the in the south, in the Bedouin uh, areas of the of the uh, state. We are really talking about uh, you know armed gangs of Arab citizens. Uh, that uh, that uh, act in in those areas, and the other issue, which is which I think it's much more important, is the is the deep uh, problem of the young generation, the young Arab generation here in Israel. We are speaking about a generation that feel uh, detachment, feel deep alienation. 
to any kind of, of to any source of authority, the local uh, leadership, the parents, the state. And, uh, you know, when you're checking the, uh, the uh, details, you find, you find that about 30% of the uh, uh, young people, the young Israeli citizens between the ages of 18 to 24, they do not, do not work and do not study nothing. And of course, they become, they be, they, uh, they become in this manner uh, a very prominent player in, in the uh, violence, in, the, in crimes, and of course in violent clashes between the Israeli, the, the Jewish community in Israel and the Arab community in Israel. And for example, in the, um, in the events, the violent events on May, they were a very, very prominent uh, player that actually led most of the, uh, the events against the Jewish uh, citizens and against the security forces here in Israel. There has been um, many kind of attempts by past Israeli governments to try and help boost Arab integration. The latest one which came to mind was in 2015, the Netanyahu government adopted Resolution 922, um, where it invested, I think, 15 billion shekels into the development of the Arab sector. Do you think these kind of initiatives have paid dividends, or do you think they haven't? And if they haven't, why do you think they haven't? Why do you think the government is kind of struggling to, to use this kind of these large sums to try and help boost Arab integration? Well, I think that most of the plans, the, the programs you, you, you mentioned, Sam, they were not uh, absolute failures. I think that if, you, if you're checking the details, uh, for example, in the last decade, you can see that uh, much more money uh, was, uh, was uh, uh, the, the Arab localities got much more money uh, than in the past. And you can see much more Arab uh, Israeli citizens uh, in the public sector, even in uh, very senior uh, positions in the, in the public sector. But I think that there are two problems, two uh, uh, main obstacles that really uh, make some, some uh, problems in this, uh, in this uh, uh, attitude. Uh, first of all, the ongoing violence that we mentioned before actually uh, put the, the Arab society in abnormal reality and really uh, uh, make, it, make the Arab citizens much, much uh, uh, more tough or harder uh, conditions in order to, to you know, to, uh, to promote themselves in the in public sector or, or in political or economic life. And the uh, other, uh, other issue is the deep alienation between the Arab uh, society and the state mainly or, or partially because of the ongoing tension or the ongoing conflict between Israel and the Palestinian arena, mainly in, uh, in Gaza, which impact, which affect the relations between Arab citizens, Palestinian one here in Israel and the state itself. Fascinating, interesting. You mentioned there the, um, the violence and the kind of the symptom that violence causes for, for the Arab minority. Um, obviously the, la the, the latest kind of major uprising with Gaza, we saw um, inter-communal, inter-city violence between the Jews and the Arabs. I just want to kind of get your sense, it's been five months since then, how has the situation, has it returned back to kind of a normal in the, in the inter-city, intermixed cities? First of all, Sam, I think that it's very important to describe uh, the May riots, the May events as a historic junction, because I think that we are talking about the most serious clash between 
Jews and Arabs in Israel, which are more serious even uh, than the uh, events that took place on October 2000. And I think that we are also speaking about, un about unprecedented impact of the Palestinian arena, of what is happening in the Palestinian arena on the Arab sector in Israel. And you know, when I'm speaking with people, Jews and Arabs here in Israel, many of them consider or describe the my events as an open story. Uh, a story that began uh, on May, but uh, was not ended. And when you're checking it, you can see that most of the uh, components and most of the problems that, they were, uh, that we found uh, on May, they are still exist. And uh, I think that uh, in the, in the mixed, mixed uh, cities, but also in Arab localities, in the Triangle or the South or the Galilee, uh, all those problem, problems and all the, the, the great tension and the great alienation can really cause this explosion to happen again. And I'm really afraid, and I even assess, that this explosion of the future will be even much more violent and much more tough than the, the, the events uh, uh, during May. You, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe there's been any demand to appoint kind of like a, an inquiry or a kind of state commission. Are you surprised by that? Are you surprised that, you know, like you said, it's kind of an open book and there's not been too much, at least government um, focus on, on, on the May riots? Um, no, you know, I'm not surprised, but I think that um, it's not a conspiracy, but there's a result that of, of other strategic problems uh, uh, the Israeli government uh, uh, concentrating, like uh, the, the COVID-19 and economy and, uh, of course, the, the security uh, problems. So no one has really the time to, to, uh, to analyze or to, uh, to prepare uh, uh, themselves to, uh, to future uh, uh, clashes. But, uh, and of course, much, uh, much of the effort and much of the time of the, of the uh, government regarding the Arab sector is focused on the crime and, and uh, violence. But uh, I think that um, uh, the, uh, the effect that no, no one really uh, no one is really trying to, you know, to solve the detention uh, is, uh, is actually the source of the next uh, explosion. Mm. I wonder if I can just kind of, kind of get, your, get your overall impressions on the, um, mm. what's, like the, what's the trend, <clears throat> if you could talk about a trend, maybe a two, three, five year trend among the Arab citizens of Israel. Uh, do you think it's towards Israelization or is it kind of more towards Palestinianization? Well, it's very important, very interesting uh, point. And I will give you uh, same my personal uh, assessment or my per personal point of view. As I see it, most of the uh, Arab Israeli citizens today, they are quite realistic. They want to integrate in the public, in the political, in the economic life in Israel to be a part of the state. And I'm speaking mainly about the young generation but in the same in the same in the same time they, they want to keep uh, or to preserve their their own national identity they want to uh, to get all all the uh, uh, the uh, civil rights the full civil rights but with no uh, no uh, will 
or now aspire to, to change the nature of Israel, you know, to, 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 uh, to make it uh, uh, what they call one state or, or all, all its citizens state. And I think that uh, this, this uh, uh, trend or this approach, uh, there are two main obstacles uh, to promote it. First of all, uh, we spoke about the ongoing violence, which creates actually an abnormal reality and deep alienation between Arabs and Jews in Israel, but also the failure of many Israeli Jewish Zionist parties to integrate Arabs citizens, mainly young Arab citizens, uh, inside them, which I think that uh, preserve the gaps, preserve even the alienation, and uh, and uh, make the uh, integration much much uh, uh, much more difficult. And uh, if I will summarize uh, the whole the whole talk, uh, Sam, I think that I can say I, I really hope that we will be clever enough uh, to solve as much as, uh, as, uh, as, as fast as possible uh, all the problems we, we described and really to create strong and, uh, and uh, effective framework uh, of, uh, for coexistence because otherwise I, I'm really afraid that both communities will find themselves in horrible a, a nightmare instead, instead of a stable uh, coexistence. I wonder if I can just end on getting your, your view about um, Mansour Abbas and yeah. the, the risk he took by going into the coalition. You know, how much was that, that jump? How important was it for the Arab minorities if they want to in, increase their integration? And also, you know, what does Abbas need to form this government in order to kind of to justify for him and, and his kind of his base? What does he need to get? Well, first of all, I think that, you know, it's really historic and dramatic uh, development. Many, many people here in Israel, in the Arab sector of Israel, really expected such a, a leader uh, uh, that will promote unprecedented step and be a part of a ruling coalition in, in, in Israel. But on the other hand, I think that many people here in Israel, I mean Arabs in Israel, they consider the steps of Abbas till now as a test. They really want to see what will be the achievements, the, uh, the, uh, you know, um, the uh, economic and social achievements of Abbas. Mm. And I think that if he will get dramatic achievements, uh, for example, in relief, for example, in, in education, for example, in youth and sports and culture uh, uh, aspects, I think that this can be a very positive uh, uh, approach. It can uh, push many Israeli Arabs to, to understand that they should uh, support uh, integration and that they should believe in integration. And I think that the basically a nation uh, which uh, really, which is really a, a very deep uh, phenomenon right now, can can be reduced uh, if uh, if uh, Abbas effort will succeed. Uh, but uh, if not, I think that uh, the tension between the Israeli Arab sector and the belief in, in integration will be will be really reduced, uh, and the negative approaches, the negative developments, will be stronger than the positive one. Michael, that was a, that was a really fascinating um, discussion. Thank you so much for your thoughts. I, I encourage everybody who's listening to um, 
to go on to the Institute for Policy and Strategy and to read Michael's articles that are excellent on, on the Arab minority in Israel and also on the Palestinian arena in general. So once again, Michael, thank you so much for your time and your, um, your excellent thoughts today. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for having me. Thank you.